Welcome to the Isekai Pod. My name is Matt, and I am Isekai Trash. I love it so much, I watch everyone I can, and very, very rarely do I not completely love them. So come along, let me share my overflowing love for the fantastic, the wonderful, the truly impossible Isekai genre. Sword Art Online, Story Arc 4, Alicization, which is just Sword Art Online, Alicization in the anime. It aired from October 6, 2018 to July 13, 2019. Um, we're still in Alicization. Uh, as of this recording, a new season has started, but it's Alicization War of Underworld. They've broken it into two seasons, apparently. And I don't know how many seasons this is going to go, because, like, as previously mentioned, the light novels... It's insane. Like, all the other arcs are, you know, a volume, two volumes. And Alicization has taken up, like, three, four, five volumes right now. So, I, is this the main stuff? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go. Last season, Alicization. I'll wrap up, you know, War of Underworld after it's done. Anyway, still light novels. Still core story here. Um, so, set the broad stage for Alicization. Kazuto, you know, Kirito is uh, later recruited to test an experimental full-dive machine, the Soul Translator, STL, which has an interface far more realistic and complex than the previous machine he had played to help develop an artificial intelligence for the Ministry of Defense named ALICE, A-L-I-C-E, you know, with dots. It's an acronym. It's really, it's a real stretch acronym, too. I forget what it's supposed to stand for, but it's a super stretch. They are they are working here to get it to be Alice. He tests the STL by entering a virtual reality cyberspace created with the seed package named Underworld. UW, whatever. In the Underworld, the flow of time proceeds a thousand times faster than in the real world, and Kirito's memories of what happens inside are restricted. So, like, basically they can... It's basically translating the soul. It's wild. Um, and they're able to you know, restrict those memories. When he's in the machine, they're able to block off those memories. So, like, when he comes back out, he doesn't remember what happened in the machine. And he's cool with that because time in the machine passes a thousand times faster. So, like, you know, a minute in the real world is a thousand minutes there. You know what I mean? So it would be very disorienting to have those memories, you know, of playing, you know, a thousand... It's like dreaming. It's disorienting when you wake up, you know? Anyway, so we start out in a clearly VR environment. Kirito is a child playing with his friends, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Alice. They go exploring a cave, and Alice trips, and her hand touches the dark territory. Which is a big no-no, and uh, punishable by death, don't you know? Wild. So she is taken away. Kirito protests, and, uh, is it Yu-Gi-Oh! or Yu-Gi-Oh! Whatever, I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh! We're going with Yu-Gi-Oh! Finds himself unable to do anything about it. Kirito wakes up in the real world with no memory of what happened. Later, in uh, GGO, Gungale Online, Kirito and crew are helping Shinon with a battle. Good times. Kirito reveals that he is working with a company called Wrath, testing a full-dive tech called Soul Translation. As Kirito and Asuna are walking home, they are attacked by the last remaining member of Laughing Coffin, who injects Kirito with a poison before getting taken down. Kirito awakes back in Underworld, the place where Yu-Gi-Oh! and Alice were, but doesn't know how he got there. He's now his normal age, and he meets Yu-Gi-Oh!, also the same age as Kirito now. But they don't remember each other. Kirito knows himself as Kirito and recognizes that he is in a VR world and whatnot. He's not that confused. He can use his Sword Art Online skills. Of course he can. He wants to get back to his own world, but first he decides to figure out what's going on here. Always the gamer. 
Yujio and Kirito go through some stuff and end up remembering each other. They decide to go to the capital to become swordsmen or knights or something. Oh, and also to find Alice and bring her back to the village. Because they, like, remember their childhood. They remember Alice. They're like, how did we forget Alice? Oh, no. She's, she's got to be at the capital. Let's go get her. But it's been, like, years. She was supposed to be killed. So I don't even know why they think she might still be there. But, you know, he has, like, a vision or something. A voice tells him to come to the capital. Whatever. So we flash back to just after Kirito's poison in the real world. He's taken to a hospital and treated. He's stable but unconscious. Kikuoka, his, like, contact in the Ministry of Defense, is like, yo, I can take him someplace better where he can get good help. Uh, and Asuna and them are like, okay, that sounds like a good plan. Let's do that. So he does that, but Kirito disappears after Kikuoka takes possession. Asuna's like, nope, and uh, gets Yui and her friends to hack some stuff to find out where he is. They're, like, tracking, tracing, you know, finding digital footprints. They manage to find him and go to where he is, and Asuna demands answers. Kikuoka's like, yo, his brain is broken. We are using the STL tech to restore it. You know, no big deal. And he also reveals the purpose of Underworld is to create a more advanced AI and that they need Kirito to help develop it further by being in there and interacting with it. You know, and and side note, I would not be surprised in the least to find out that Kikuoka gave the Lafkoff member the info on where to find Kirito just to have this whole scenario play out. I mean... We aren't there yet in the anime, but it seems so obvious at this point, right? Like, this dude wants Kirito in the machine to help him develop the the tech. (sighs) It's a whole thing. So, back in Underworld, it's been two years. Two years have passed. And uh, Kirito and Yujiro are getting along well. Yujiro and Kirito get into it with some uppity upperclassmen who are super cringy. And uh, they're they're at, like, sword school, like, night school. They're, They're training. And it's a whole school type system. And there's some upperclassmen, they're like nobles or whatever. And, you know, very weird, very, there's some, you know, they're, they're, they're super cringy. They treat lessers however they want, including a bit of sexual harassment. So, you know, it's always with the sexual harassment in this game. I mean, it is what it is. Men are evil, but oof, always throwing it in our face. Anyway, Kirito isn't having any of this. And uh, circumstances lead him to an altercation with the upperclassmen. Yu-Gi-Oh cuts off uh, one of their arms and Kirito kills the other one. Uh, they get arrested, sort of, and handed over to an integrity knight. So there's, uh, in, in this world, there's the Axiom Church, which is, you know, the main government, the main power in this world, and in, in, in the, you know, in the in the church territory anyway, not the dark territory. But uh, they've instituted the Taboo Index, which is a bunch of rules where if you break them, a lot of the punishments are death. You know, stupid stuff, don't work on your rest day, things like that. It's so wild. So weird. Very, like, pilgrim type stuff. But anyway, um... They use Integrity Knights, these super powerful, um, you know, armor-clad. Well, not, they're not all armor-clad, but the knights. And if they show up, they've got, like, special powers, and they're they're stronger than everyone, so they're the Integrity Knights. Um, and the knight that shows up to arrest uh, Yu-Gi-Yo and Kirito is Alice. Uh, but she doesn't have any memories of them at all. And they're like, whoa, it's Alice, cool. And she's like, you know, I'm an in- I am Integrity Knight, Alice Synthesis 30-something. It's wild, they got dub names. Um, they have an altercation with another knight after escaping from prison and are able to get away by reminding the knight of who they used to be. So the knights think they're summoned from heaven or some nonsense because the administrator wipes their memories and like forces new memories on them of being these knights that came from heaven or something to help in this world. And she also, the administrator, increases their stats so that they can be the most powerful people in the world. Anyway. Uh, this causes the knight to freak out as he starts remembering things. They're like, remember when you did a thing? You were in the sword contest. You have a wife. And he's like, ah, my brain. Um, they run. They meet Cardinal, 
who is like a, a copy of administrator or a fragment of administrator, but the cardinal system of the world. And she explains everything to him about how the world is and how it all started and who created the taboo index and what's going on. So they have to go defeat administrator. So they start that mission. They fight some integrity knights along the way. Anyway, they make it to the 80th floor and meet Alice, and Kirito and Alice end up dangling from the wall of the church outside, like as a hole blown in the side of the wall, and those two get swept out. Yu-Gi-Oh's still inside fighting. Anyway, they're, they're just like clinging to the wall on the outside of the giant Axiom Church building. Um, they decide to work together to climb up to floor 95 where they can re-enter the church, because after they're blown out, like administrators like, boop, 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 and the wall rebuilds itself and stuff. I mean, you know, it's wild. Uh, Kirito tries to tell Alice the truth about Administrator and her past, but she's not having it. Yu-Gi-Oh gets captured by a super gross senator dude, and uh, Alice finally agrees to listen to Kirito. Alice starts to believe Kirito and becomes suspicious of the Axiom Church and Administrator. She loses an eye because she's going against the will of the Administrator, and, and there's a seal on her eye. Like As she's like trying to remember these things and, and believe Kirito, that's like going against her programming, basically. And so, like, there's a seal on her eye that's meant to, like, lock her down when that happens, but she's able to force through with sheer willpower. And, uh, you know, when, when that happens, it makes her eye explode. It's pretty cool. Uh, it happened to Yu-Gi-Oh! previously when they killed that um, upperclassman dude, uh, but he got his fixed, so it didn't end up being that big of a deal. I mean, he has two eyes the rest of the show. But Alice, she wears an eye patch later. It's fun. So Kirito and Alice go up and get back uh, into the church, they're faced by Yu-Gi-Oh, who has now been brainwashed, is now fighting against them as an Integrity Knight kind of person. Great. So, Administrator is a wicked B-word. Yu-Gi-Oh regains his control over himself and is frozen by Administrator. Kirito and Alice fight the gross senator dude. Cardinal shows up and helps out. Yu-Gi-Oh becomes a sword. He becomes a sword. You know, cool, because he's dying or something, and like Cardinal's like, I will grant you this last thing as I die. Oh, you're a sword now. Um, Kirito battles Administrator, but through some craziness... She ends up dying because of the gross senator and his fire elemental. It's weird. Kirito goes to the console to open a line to the outside world and finds out that the place he is being held in is under attack. Like, in the real world, the place where he's in the STL machine, his real body, that that place, that's under attack. You know, good times. There's, like, special mercenary forces in there, like, blowing stuff up. Uh, Kikuoka tells... Kirito to take Alice to the world's end altar in the dark territory. They need to they need to upload Alice. She's the AI that the people that are that are there attacking are after. And they need to get her to the world ends altar the world's end altar in the dark territory so that they can upload her and take her and then escape. But the transmission is cut off after that little information comes out, and Kirito loses consciousness from a flucked light damage because the invaders cut the power to his unit. Yeah, super not good. Like he's in a deep dive soul translation. Oh, and they call souls flucked lights, basically, as, as far as the gaming world is concerned. Like, they, they're like, we've developed this technology called a flucked light, and, and we can copy your flucked light, which is basically your soul. And we've created artificial flucked lights in the machine. But really, like, all the NPCs in the machine were like copies of babies. Like, they would, they would copy baby souls and then stick them in there. So they're not real people. They're copies of real people's souls when they were babies, and they've just let them grow in the machine. So everyone in there is like an artificial soul, but they're like basically cloned souls. It is, we're getting into some like philosophical, like ethical issues here for sure. So anyway, at the end of season one of our Alicization, Kirito's in a coma. Good times. That's where we end.
It's real fun. And so so we're in the middle of un- War of Underworld now in, in this current season of anime, which I'll definitely talk about once it's over. But, um, you know, lots of people like Alicization because there's a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, it is what it is. And it's it's fun. It's a good watch. I mean, if you like SAO, which I do. So, um, you know, I'm in. I'm watching it. Soul translation, man. I mean, what's what's the next story arc going to be? I don't, I don't even know. Where do you go from copying people's souls? I mean, first you're diving in. You're playing with swords. Then you're diving in. You get to fly. And then you've got a, a safer, you know, helmet. You know, you're shooting guns. Um, and now we've got an even better helmet. It's not a helmet. It's a whole machine. And we're going to translate your soul into into a, a VR world. Good times. Good luck. <sighs> Authors need to learn how to end things. Okay. We need closure. We need to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Okay. Anyway, see you next time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Isekai Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at IsekaiPod. Find us online at IsekaiPod.com. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. You'll hear from me again real soon. Unless you get trapped in a parallel world. Sayonara. Sayonara.